My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast, episode 118, Vinyasa to Ease into a Strong Practice. So sometimes you don't want to jump right into challenging advanced stuff. So this is a class where you'll ease into it and start with simple stuff and progress to more challenging stuff. And that's something that I teach all the time of starting with simple and progressing to more challenging postures. And I'll give you lots of options in this class to do just that. If you want to learn more about your yoga practice in general, you have any questions for me, join me in the Quiet Mind Community Facebook group. It's a free group this Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll be going live to answer any questions you have about yoga, Ayurveda, Vedic astrology, teaching, practicing. I'll be covering a lot of ground there on Wednesday. That will be April 19, 20, 21, 22, April 22nd, uh, 2020. And you can watch the video replay if you don't catch it live, but I'll be there live if you want to join in and ask questions. We had a great group join us last time from around the world in Guatemala, in UK. I was really grateful to have everyone there. So if you want to join in and be part of that conversation and ask me any questions you have about yoga, meditation, applying this stuff through the challenging time that a lot of us are in right now of having more time at home and navigating challenging emotions, uncertainty, and how yoga can help with all that. That's in the Quiet Mind community. Check the show notes to get a link right to that group, and you can join that group that's uh, by invitation only. So you're invited, and you can click the link and join, and I'll let you right in. And today, if you have a strap available for this practice, we'll use that. But if you don't have a strap, you could use a belt or a blanket or just skip the strap because there's ways you can do it without that just fine. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you to our supporters and our members over at the Quiet Mind Yoga membership. If you want to see videos and mini workshops and go deeper into your practice, that's the way to do it for $9.97 a month at quietmind.yoga slash membership. All right. Thank you as always for listening. I'm excited for you to get into your practice and start moving your body and feel great by the end of the practice and be present with whatever is arising for you as you start the practice, easing into a stronger, more challenging practice step by step. Let's start uh, laying on your back and hug your knees in and rock a little bit side to side on the back. To happy baby pose, holding outside of the feet. And you can sort of extend one leg at a time, easing into this. And bring the soles of your feet together down to the mat. So your knees are apart, feet are together, arms relaxed. And you start to take slightly slower, deeper breaths down to the lower belly. Sort of setting the tempo for the practice. So when we practice in the morning, we can kind of set the tempo and pace for the rest of the day. So you start to notice your breath here. Uh, it sort of primes your brain to notice your breath throughout the rest of the day. And as you take slower, deeper breaths right here, it, it sort of primes your brain to take slower, deeper breaths throughout the day. And as we go through the practice, we're going to sort of uh, regulate the nervous system. So we'll do things that very are very activating and then things that are very deactivating. So your nervous system can basically go up or down. So it's in the sympathetic mode or parasympathetic mode, active or more resting mode. And right now we're emphasizing more of the resting mode, sort of setting that baseline. Uh, but later when we like raise the heart rate and the temperature and the movements, we'll, uh, that's sort of bringing the, the nervous system up. And that happens throughout the day when we have experienced stress or tensions or whatever happens day to day. We have those moments where our nervous system gets sort of activated. And then the yoga practice is really a way we can practice regulating so we don't get overactive we don't get frustrated anxious afraid overwhelmed hold tension in the body all these sort of issues that happen when we get overactive and and don't 
regulate the nervous system. But we can practice all that here uh, today, just in this practice. And let's start to bring the knees back together and grab your strap. And we'll start with some simple stretches to kind of open the legs up here. So you bring the strap to your right foot and straight up towards the ceiling. And you can flex and point the, the toes, moving the leg, the foot forward and back. And then rest with the, or hold still with the toes flexing back towards the knee, pressing up through the heel to stretch into the hamstrings. And we're stretching the middle hamstrings here, the back of the leg. There's three muscles in the back of the leg and the hamstrings. To stretch the other ones, all we got to do is rotate the legs. So internally rotate your legs so your toes turn in. The leg stays vertical. Just turn the toes in. And you feel a different stretch on the outer hamstring. And then externally rotate the, the legs so your toes turn out, stretching the inner hamstring. And rotate the leg back to center and open the leg out to your right. And keep your left hip close to the ground here. So if your left hip starts to pull off the ground, that's too far. And your left knee can be bent, makes this a little easier. Left leg straight is a little more challenging. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. If you have the reach, you might even reach for your toes with your right hand instead of using the strap. And then we'll start to come back up to center and bring the leg across the body. It might just be a little bit that can get, sometimes that can get into a really good spot in the IT band, or you can go all the way towards a twist if that feels like what you need. And your right hip can come off the ground as much as you want. And with this one, again, if you want, you could reach your left hand down the strap or to the foot. And arms are kind of out into a T, right shoulder towards the ground, turning the head away from the knees, away from the left leg. And we'll come back to center and slowly release. Just notice left and right before you switch sides, just feeling the effects of those simple leg stretches. And then when you're ready, strap into the left foot. You know, hold and breathe here. You can move your ankle forward and back, flexing, pointing the toes. Shoulders and neck stay relaxed. And then keep the toes pointing back towards the knee, the heel pressing towards the ceiling. We'll hold there for a moment, stretching the middle hamstring. And everything stays the same, just internally rotate the legs so your toes turn in towards your body. You feel a stretch on the outer hamstring. Now externally rotate the leg, toes turn out, stretching the inner hamstring. And rotate back to center and open the left leg out to the left. Right hip stays close to the ground. And again, you might walk your left hand down the strap or all the way to the foot.
and then back up to center and across any amount to your right. <clears throat> Again, you could crawl your right hand up the strap or to the foot. And we're going to do similar postures to these ones standing up later. So that's adding stimulus into the posture. But anytime that you, you experience something, like if you have a, if you're learning a new skill at work or if you're trying a new activity, there's a learning curve where at first your nervous system is a little bit overloaded and you're trying to take in the new information. And uh, it helps your nervous system digest and process it, just taking it step by step. And same thing with yoga postures. If we try to just jump into advanced postures, usually the nervous system's kind of overloaded, the body's tense and it doesn't work out. But if we just go piece by piece and sort of build up the uh, nervous system and the mind-muscle memory and the mind-muscle connection, uh, we can get into pretty cool advanced shapes over time <clears throat> and stay relaxed while doing it and not overload the system. And we'll come back up to center and release the strap and just let your leg down to the ground, just noticing left and right for a moment. Maybe both legs feel a little bit longer, a little bit lower to the ground. And now hug the knees in and rock forward and back along the spine. Massaging the length of the spine and come all the way up to hands and knees. And start to make any movements that feel good for you, moving all around in the spine, the hips, shoulders. Again, just kind of easing into everything and sort of waking up the mind-muscle connection throughout the body. Come back to the center to bring the hands wider apart onto the wood floor and move side to side into the shoulders, left to right. And back to center, bring the hands back under the shoulders for cat-cow. And you can add little variations to this if you want. Otherwise, just moving forward and back with your breath. Inhaling cow pose, exhaling cat pose when you round the back. And you can add little movements of the hips and shoulders and neck if that feels good to you. Next time you come to the cow pose, we'll stay there and reach the arms forward, lower the forehead down, extending the spine into a deeper back bend. If you're more open in the neck, you can bring your chin towards the ground, otherwise forehead down. And from here, we'll all, we'll all have the forehead down and walk the arms to the left into a side bend, crawling the right fingers away from the right ribs. You can sort of press into the left hand and reach with the right hand. And then over to the other side, same thing, side bend. And back to center. And last little thing here on the ground, we'll bring the left arm underneath into a twist, left shoulder down. Your right arm can stay extended or bend the elbow. You can also extend your right leg and press into the foot to add a little more uh, of an angle to that twist. Doing what feels good for your back here. And we'll come back to center to the other side. Same thing. Now we've moved the spine through all its directions of movement. We've uh, opened the legs and arms and shoulders a little bit. And now let's come back to center to downward facing dog. And we'll start to move into the more active stuff here, starting to pedal the feet out, easing into down dog. Hands shoulder width apart. 
arm slightly externally rotated. So your inner elbow creases point a little bit forward, leg slightly internally rotated. So your inner thighs slightly rotate in towards the center of your body. And the feet about hips width apart. Forward to a plank pose, shoulders over the wrists, hold and breathe here. Starting to wake up the front of the body a little bit more. And all the way down to the stomach, hands under shoulders. Just lift your head off the ground. Then the hands and the arms reach back, palms face down, legs lift into locust pose. Slight bend in the knees to activate the hamstrings and point your toes to activate the calves. So you're waking up all of the back of the body. And you might feel already your heart rate starts to lift just a little bit, starting to activate the nervous system a little more. And then just as easily, you let everything relax down to the belly and come back to a child's pose and sort of down-regulate, deactivate the nervous system for a moment here. You can press into the hands, making this a little more active. And feel your heart rate already goes down a little bit. Maybe maybe that's your experience. Uh, just noticing what happens for you. And we'll come back up to down dog. And here we can make this a little more active by pressing your hands down and energetically apart, like you're trying to pull the mat apart with your hands. Same thing with your feet, pressing down and apart like you're trying to pull the mat apart with your feet. Forward to the plank pose again, shoulders over wrists. And now drawing energy towards your navel, energetically drag your hands and feet towards each other. So they don't actually move on the outside, it looks the same, but inside you're dragging the heels of your hands and, the, and your toes and your feet towards each other. And lower abdominals activate a little more. And then lower all the way down to the belly. Again, just lift the head at first, then the hands lift. And this time you can keep your hands like a W or a V shape reaching forward and lift the legs to locust pose. Slight bend in the knees, point the toes, activating the back of the body from the calves, the hamstrings, the glutes, paraspinal muscles, shoulders. And let everything relax. Back to your child's pose one more time here. Just again feeling everything sort of down, regulate for a moment. And when we get into the more movement, if you want any time, you can come back to the child's pose and sort of reset and rest again. So you always want to, your breath is really like the barometer. So if you can breathe easily, then you know you're uh, sort of expanding your capacity, your nervous system over time. It's hard to breathe, just take a little, go a little slower. Come back up to down dog. And lift the right leg straight back. And step it forward into a lunge to come up to a high lunge. Back knee stays lifted as you float your arms up. Focus your gaze at a single point. Arms could stay up like a V or down like a W, shoulders down the back. Your back heel, to activate the leg more, lift the heel over the ball of the foot. Slightly tilt your pelvis in instead of arching your back, sort of tucking your pelvis in and engaging your left glutes, contracting the left glutes. And we'll make this more active by bending the elbow, shoulders down the back, and slightly bend the back knee. So you're almost like a half. Uh, squat or half or like a deeper lunge. So you're activating the legs a little bit more. And then lower the hands and step forward to forward fold. Let the neck release, releasing the legs. Back to the plank pose. To knees down, chaturanga or chaturanga, low push-up position, elbows in, to cobra or upward facing dog, heart forward and up, and then back to downward facing dog. 
In down dog, lift your left leg back. And slowly step forward to a lunge. Float the arms up to high lunge. Any variation on this side. But again, let's lift the back heel and slightly tilt the pelvis in to contract the right glutes. So you're strengthening, activating the legs. Bend the elbow shoulders down the back. Slightly bend the back knee a little more to feel more activation, more strengthening there of the legs. Lower the hands to step forward, forward fold, releasing the neck. And lift halfway up, extending the spine as you inhale. And exhale, step back to plank, to chaturanga, or knees down, chaturanga. So inhale to cobra or up dog. And back to down dog. And here we'll inhale, lift the right leg back and open the hip, staying there. Your left shoulder can dip down a little bit, opening right hip. Bring the knee all the way up to the nose, rounding the back. Hold there for a moment. Next, inhale straight back with the right leg. And exhale, step forward to a lunge, to warrior two, to rise up. Back heel, back foot turns down, arms extend out to a T. And here again, you can press your feet down and apart like you're trying to pull the mat apart with your feet to activate outer hips. Shoulder blades down and together, but still reaching out through the fingertips on both hands. Steady gaze over the front middle fingers. And turn the palms up for reverse warrior reach back, lengthening right ribs. Minimal weight in your left hand. Straighten your front knee to go further back and keep this length in your right side to Trikonasana Triangle Pose. Right hand inside the ankle or to a block inside the ankle. Your left arm can be straight up or wrapped around the back, whatever feels better on your shoulders. And your neck can look down or up. And we'll hold and breathe here for a moment, opening left ribs towards the ceiling. Nice. And back to warrior two. And float your hands down to chaturanga or knees down chaturanga. Inhaling to cobra or up dog. Exhaling back to down dog. Inhale to lift the left leg back and open the hip. We'll hold there for a moment. And bring your knee towards the nose. Hold and breathe there, rounding the back. Next inhale, straight back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. And inhale to float the arms up. Exhale to warrior two, back heel down, arms extend out, feet press down and apart, shoulder blades down and together on the back. If your upper shoulders are a little tense today, you could always turn the palms up with a slight bend in the elbows. And we'll turn the palms up, reverse warrior, reach back, lengthening through left ribs. Straighten your front knee, go further back and keep this length as you come into Trikonasana, left hand inside the ankle or to a block, right arm can reach up or wrap around the back. Open the ribs towards the ceiling again. Push into my hand right here. Push fingers up, straight up. Yeah. And back to warrior two. And float the hands down back to chaturanga or knees down chaturanga. 
Cobra up dog and back to down dog. From down dog forward to plank pose, shoulders over the wrists. Right hand just a little bit forward from center. Stack your feet onto the right edge of the right foot. Right knee can be down for this. Left arm lifts. Left leg could lift here if you want a little more challenge. Vashisthasana side plank. Back to center, plank pose. Left hand just a little bit forward of center. Side plank. Left knee can be down, right leg could lift. And slowly back to center, all the way down to the belly. Again, to locust pose, arms reach back. Or bow pose, bending the knees, reaching for the tops of the feet. If your arms are a little shaky in the side plank, totally normal. It's also a good sign that your nervous system is adapting to new stress. So it's just as very important as always to remember to take steady, relaxed breaths whenever that happens. And then we'll let all this release down and come back to a child's pose. Again, sort of pausing, resettering. And we'll start to move with the breath in a moment here. But again, sort of setting the, the foundation for that with the child's pose. Easy, relaxed breathing. And then back up to hands and knees to step forward to forward fold at the front of the mat. And with a bend in the knees, slowly roll all the way up the spine to stand. Inhale to reach the arms up overhead. And exhale to bring the hands to the heart. Last little thing here, we'll inhale to reach arms up. Exhale to your right into a side bend, grabbing your left wrist. Hold there for a moment. You could add any variation to this. And we'll go up to the center on the inhale and exhale to the other side. Again, you can add any variation to that. And next inhale, you'll come back up to center, reaching through both hands, interlace the fingers, press the heels of the hands towards the ceiling, and start to move all around in the shoulders and upper back. Just rounding the back, extending the spine, just feeling things out here, getting into this, these hard-to-reach areas. Freeing up some movement there. And then next time you come up to standing, we'll inhale to reach the arms up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway. Exhale to chaturanga or knees down chaturanga. Inhale to cobra or up dog. Exhale back to down dog. Hold and breathe there for a moment. Next inhale, right leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up, high lunge. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. Exhale, straighten front knee, triangle pose. Inhale, back to warrior two. Exhale, to chaturanga, or knees down, chaturanga. Inhale, to cobra, up dog. Exhale, back to down dog. Hold and breathe there for a moment. Next inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. Inhale, palms up, reach back. Exhale, triangle, straighten front knee. Inhale, warrior two. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Cobra, Up Dog. And exhale, back to Down Dog. Hold and breathe for a moment there. In uh, From Down Dog, we'll inhale to the Plank Pose. 
and hold here for moments. Bring your right hand a little bit forward for side plank, stacking the feet to the right edge of the right foot. And this time have your left leg lift and land to the floor behind you into a back bend, extending the spine, lifting the heart. Engage the glutes, the hamstrings, the back of the legs, and then lower back to plank pose, recentering. So other side, left hand a little forward, side plank. Starting with Vashisasana, side plank, lifting the right leg if you want. But then we'll all bring the right foot to the floor behind you and find the back bend here, extend the spine, engage the glutes, reach the right arm. And then back to center, all the way down to the belly and back to the bow pose or locust pose. Either way is fine. It's activating the back of the body, extending the spine. And then we'll release back to down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat to a forward fold. Feet together, knees apart into crow pose. So your uh, hands just like plank, you bring your knees to your triceps, shift your weight forward, bring one heel in, then the other, hold and breathe a few breaths. You can hold for five breaths, then shoot back to Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Any amount of leaning into the hands today is good progress. Again, if there's any shakiness, you know you're adapting, you're getting a little stronger today. And eventually we'll all meet back in down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale, reaching up through the ring fingers. Exhale to chair pose, keeping that length through the sides of the body. Hold and breathe here. If that's a little uncomfortable on the shoulders though, bring your hands to your heart. Move the hips down and back. And then we'll inhale to stand all the way up here. Exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale to Chaturanga. Inhale to Cobra or Up Dog. Exhale back to down dog. Hold and breathe there for a moment. Inhale to lift the right leg up and back. Exhale to open the hip and flip over to land onto the right foot. Again, to the big back bend here, engaging the glutes, extending the spine. And then back to down dog, lifting the right leg up and bring the knee towards your left arm into a twist. Extend the right leg out to the floor and then open the left arm towards the ceiling, a side plank variation. If you want a little more challenge here, lift your right leg off the floor. And we'll come back to down dog, just back to down dog. On the other side, inhale, lift the left leg back. Exhale, open the hip and flip over to land the foot to the floor into a back bend, engaging the glutes, extending the spine. And back to down dog, lifting the left leg and bring the knee towards the right arm and extend the leg out, lift the right arm up. And hold here, lifting the left leg for a little more challenge. Strong outer hips, strong navel towards the spine. And then back to down dog. From here, we'll inhale, lift the right leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. 
and exhale to warrior two. Now here we'll come into a side angle. So holding and breathing here for a moment, right forearm to thigh. Sweep your left arm down, forward and up, making a big circle for the shoulder. And starting to bring a little more movement into the shoulder, moving the synovial fluid in the joints. Go both directions. And then land into the side angle. Your left arm reaches long like a diagonal line. Stay there or wrap your left arm around the back. Palm faces away. Right hand inside of the foot. Right shoulder inside the knee. And go for the bind, clasping the hands. Open the left shoulder towards the ceiling. Release the hands back down to Chaturanga, Cobra or Up Dog, and back to Down Dog. Inhale, left leg back. Exhale, step forward, lunge. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, warrior two. And then to the side angle, forearm to thigh, sweeping the right arm in big circles. If there's clicks or tensions here, make the movement a little smaller and slower. We don't need to push through any of that. Go both directions with the arm. And then we'll land into side angle pose, this long diagonal line reaching through the right fingers. Stay there or wrap your right arm around the back, palm faces away. Left shoulder inside the left knee to go for the bind. Bring this arm around first. Bring this hand to your glutes. Do you want to work on getting that first? Yeah. There. And then we'll slowly come back down to Chaturanga, up dog, down dog. From here to hands and knees. Same thing with the shoulders, we'll do with the hips and make your left uh, leg make circles here in both directions, moving the fluid and the joint. And then left leg reaches straight up and back, find your balance, right arm reaches forward, hold and breathe there, feel the activation of the back of the left leg. Now bring your uh, right hand down, left knee out to the left, opening the hip. Maybe extend the left leg straight out to the left. And again, you could add the right arm reaching forward here. And then we'll lower back down, hands and knees. Right leg makes circles, both directions. And then right leg reaches straight back. Left arm reaches forward, hold and breathe, find your balance. And lower down, bring the right knee out to the right. Maybe extend the leg out and left arm reaches out as well. Find your balance here. And lower back down. And step up to forward fold, the front of the mat. Bend the knees to chair pose, hands at the heart for this one. And shift the weight into the right foot. Let your left heel lift and your left foot just float up off the ground, finding your strength in your right leg. From here to warrior three, left leg lifts straight back. Hands can stay at the heart or W shape or V shape. Lower the hands to the floor, standing splits. Bring your hands a little bit forward from the shoulders. 
and use your standing leg to bend and your back leg stay straight like warrior three and do little hops towards handstand. Back down. And then we'll all slowly come up to standing, bring the left leg all the way up to stand. Starting with the left knee bent in. So we're balancing on the right leg a little bit more. And you can hold hands under the left thigh or grab the big toe with the left hand and extend the leg forward. Right hand on the waist with if you're doing that. And just like we did on the floor in the very beginning, open the leg out to your left and your arm can counterbalance that if you need to. Look to either look forward is easier or look to your right. Back to the center and back down to the ground. Chair pose, hands at the heart, both feet on the floor again, sort of feeling the stability, recentering in chair pose. Wade into your left foot and right foot floats up. Feel the activation of your left leg. Keep that into warrior three. Lift the right leg back. Again, hands can stay at the heart or reach forward. Standing splits, lower the hands down, lifting the back leg any amount. And you can bring the hands a little bit forward, setting up for a handstand, shifting weight into the hands. Your front leg kicks, back leg lifts. And slowly back down and bring the right leg all the way up to stand and balance on the left leg. You can have the right leg uh, holding the thigh or you can reach your right hand to the big toe, clasp the big toe with the left hand on the hip. Find a focal point for the eyes. And then we'll start to open the leg out to the right, any amount. And then back to center and slowly just lower down, back to stand. Inhale to reach the arms up and exhale to fold all the way down. Step out to your left into a wide stance, wide-legged forward fold. And you can take any variation of this. You can stay still or move, whatever feels good. start to transition so I'll bring the hands under the shoulders and <clears throat> heel toe the feet in a step or two to bring your hands to your thighs so you're in the sort of horse stance with the knees bent and you can move your shoulder towards the opposite knee a couple times left to right if one side feels really good stay there And back to center. And hips lower in line with the knees as best you can. Hands grab inside of the ankles and sort of squeeze the legs together at the same time you're pressing the legs apart. So you're activating and stretching your adductors, inner legs.
And we'll do our last big activation here of the legs. We'll bring the hands to the heart and keep the hips in line with the knees as best you can. A little higher is a little easier. Heels can lift to make this more intense. Focus your gaze at a single point. Focus on activating the quads, the glutes, the legs. And then we'll stand all the way up. Inhale to reach the arms. And exhale to come down into a low squat. Bring your feet in just a step or two closer to bring the hips all the way towards the ground in Malasana, almost touching the ground. Heels can lift here, making this a little easier, or heels down. And again, your elbows sort of press the legs open. At the same time, your legs press together. And then we'll lower the hands to lift the hips. Turn towards the front of the mat. And step back to down dog or chaturanga up dog, down dog. From here, we'll lift the right leg straight back and bring the knee towards the right wrist or pigeon pose. And you could stay like the more standard kind of version of pigeon, folding over the legs. Or can roll onto your right hip, bend the back knee, and bring the right leg to 90 degrees. Sure, slight variation. Either way is fine. As we emphasize flexibility, we'll stay about a minute with each of these last postures. And again, the breath is always the most important part of this. Just relaxed, easy breathing. And you notice how you're sort of down-regulating your nervous system again. or Everything's a little more active, the heart rate elevated. And now you might notice your heart rate starts to slow down a little bit. So that when things happen outside of practice, we get anxious, afraid, worried, overwhelmed, tense, stressed out. We can feel that just like we feel it when we are very active in the postures. We can feel it's just a sensation in the body and we know how to work with it. We know how to manage it if we need to. And we know what things are helpful, like slow, deep breathing or uh, some simple stretching. Things like that can help make a big difference in regulating the nervous system. So we don't get stuck in those states and we don't hold on to those tensions. We'll start to transition to the other side. Make any movements you want to get there. Uh, You could go through vinyasa if you want or just switch sides.
we'll start to transition back up. And eventually just to sitting in Baddha Konasana with feet together, knees apart. And find a little bit of length in the spine and you can massage your feet if you want or press on tensions if there's any tensions in the feet. You can also start to fold forward here, putting a little bit of downward pressure on the legs, not too much, but just enough to gently uh, relax into the pose. Start to sit back up here and keep your right leg just like it is. Extend your left leg out. Feel your sit bones on the floor. Extend the spine and fold from the waist over your left leg. Any amount. You feel like your back is rounding. You can lengthen the spine on your inhales. Fold from the waist on your exhales. If you want a little more activation of the hamstrings, you can dig your heel in, sort of press your right heel down and energetically back towards the body. So that creates a little bit of contraction there. And sometimes that will actually help you open up even more uh, because your muscles are sort of in control of the stretch and not just being pulled into a stretch. But again, just noticing your nervous system sort of winding down and Heart rate continuing maybe to slow down a little bit, breath slowing down a little bit. And walk the hands back in and we'll go over to the other side, same thing. As best you can, feeling the sit bones connect to the ground, that's where the hamstrings start and, and the spine lengthens. So you, as much as you can, just fold from the waist and the hip flexors over the leg. And again, you can use your inhale to lengthen, exhale to fold from the waist. Your heel can dig in and back to activate the hamstrings. Back up to sitting to extend both legs out. Upavishta Konasana, the wide-legged seated forward fold. So long spine again. And you might even put your hands behind you to kind of uh, try to arch your back a little bit. And then fold from the waist. Over the legs, any amount. Toes flex back towards the knees. It may be helpful here to dig your heels in a little bit and contract the quads. And slowly back up. And we'll go down to the back. So we just did a lot of forward folds and we'll end with a couple back bends. So knees bent, feet on the floor. And the feet are about hips width, maybe a little wider. Your fingertips can touch your heels. And we'll peel the spine up into bridge pose, lifting the hips up, engaging the glutes. You can stay there or crawl your shoulders underneath the back and interlace the hands to press the arms down. Just want to feel for some activation of the back of the legs, the glutes, the open, the front of the hips, the chest and shoulders. And slowly release that down. And you could just stay still if that feels good or go to happy baby if that feels good on the back. Do whatever feels good for you here. We'll do uh, one more back bend. And I'll 
guide us through wheel, same setup, but if you want to go to bridge again, you can do that. So same sort of setup like bridge pose, feet are hips width apart. But now you bring your fingers to point towards the shoulders and you might even start with your fingers pointing a little bit out from the head. So that brings your elbows in where we want them later. And then you just like bridge pose, you lift the hips up, come to the top of the head, point your fingers towards the shoulders now and then press into the arms to lift up straight arms. Heart moves towards the back of the room. Very good. Hold and breathe here. And with control, just like you came in, inch by inch coming back out. And again, to maybe happy baby pose or just rocking your knees side to side, whatever feels therapeutic for you here. And you might feel heart rate went up a little bit, again, sort of up-regulating the nervous system for a moment. And we'll end with just a simple twist, They're just uh, knees bent, like setting up like bridge, but move your hips to the right, knees into the left. And you can stack the knees or cross the legs if you want. Arms open out to a T or goalpost. And turn the head to the right. And we're back to center, to the other side, hips to the right, knees to the left. I'm sorry, hips to the left, knees to the right. And turn your head to the left, so whole spines in a little bit of rotation. And then back to center to let your legs out to Shavasana. Arms relaxed, legs relaxed. If there's any last movements you need to do to feel complete, do that. We have a couple minutes to just rest in stillness and silence here. And we'll slowly start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, arms and legs. Eventually come over to one side and rest on your side. 
and slowly back up to sitting. And let's take a moment to close a practice with the hands of the heart, bowing the mind to the heart and to each other, taking this time to create the space to practice together. Thank you all for practicing today. Namaste.